The sounds of woodlands can be wonderful and we would love you to record 60 seconds worth on your phone from your local trees to send to us as part of the Your Forest project. In this episode, we're looking at forests of the future and particularly how they might exist in our towns and cities. So I think in terms of the future, I think this whole pandemic has made people realise how important they are and how important green spaces are for our mental and physical well-being. This is Jenny Pettican from the Thames Chase Community Forest. I know our site for definite has been used so much more and I think when we come out of this we have to not take that for granted. Our goal in the next 10 years or so is to just be recognised as this example of landscape regeneration with connected woodland and green space that's making a difference for wildlife as well as people and being really a hub of the community and learn about the environment and how we can look after it for future generations to come. So in the Netherlands, there are over 100 tiny forests. Uh, In the UK, we've now planted four and we have another 12 that are being planted over the next month and a half. Our aim is to plant over 150 forests by 2023. Louise Hartley is the programme manager at Earthwatch the organisation bringing the innovative new tiny forests to our urban spaces. Tiny forests are dense native woodlands that are around the size of a tennis court that we are planting in urban areas. Whilst it is a small space, they do create a great spot for uh, for soil dwelling organisms, for pollinator species, for birds to come and rest. And um, the ultimate aim is to create these green corridors and and networks across cities. So the more that we can plant trees and create quality green spaces in our cities, um, the more wildlife will benefit. We're also going to be monitoring the forest, which I think is really exciting. And I think the method that the tiny forest uses, it's quite an innovative method where tree species are planted more densely and really encourages accelerated forest development. So uh, the density, that competition encourages the, the forest development and also the, the source supplements that we use provide the best start for the trees. So when a child comes and plants um, trees on a planting day, over the next couple of years, they will see that that tree that they've planted grow one, two, three metres. We're also likely to see more of the green skyscrapers that have begun to appear around the world, buildings that are covered in plants on their sides as well as their roofs. Dr Gabriel Tang is an architect and senior lecturer at Sheffield Hallam University. The definition of concrete jungles is definitely changing. You know, We might be seeing more and more skyscrapers which are green and uh, which are friendlier to visit. And uh, the movement of planting in skyscrapers and going vertical is uh, very much in fashion apart from the aesthetics they become recreational spaces for the inhabitants to get another perspective of their own city almost like a green lens you know to view the city where i come from originally in singapore there are you know many very very interesting uh, skyscrapers where sky gardens are created places where you can start to grow plants which are not usually found in that specific geography for example palm trees you know these are new protected spaces become greenhouses in the sky as well 
Of course, planting trees at ground level, including in our 10 community forests, remains as important as ever. Hi, I'm Alex from Forest of England Trust, one of England's community forests. We're already planting millions of trees and we're looking to step that up as much as we possibly can in the next five to ten years. We have our Trees for Climate programme and through November to March we will be planting up to 500 hectares of new trees and woodlands which will store 100,000 tonnes of carbon dioxide as they mature into future years. And the more we can plant now, the sooner the benefits will come and the less we will have to do in the future. As community forests, we find those spaces where the right trees can go in the right places um, for the best benefit to everyone. A number of the community forests have joined forces to help create the northern forest that will one day span 120 miles of the country, as Beth Kelsall from City of Trees in Greater Manchester explains. The Northern Forest is an initiative to plant 50 million trees over the next 25 years between Hull and Liverpool using the M62 as its spine. But it covers all of the urban conurbations along those areas, so areas like Leeds, Huddersfield, Hull, Manchester, Liverpool. So we're working with the Woodland Trust and then all the other community forests that are located in these urban areas. Yeah, my name's Stephen Robinson and I'm the Partnership Manager for Haywards, where the community forest that covers the Kings upon Hull and East Running of Yorkshire areas. It's been a real shot in the arm for us because I, I think what Northern Forest proved to be is a, a really strong brand that people can get a grip of because it's linking the big cities across the north of England. But it's given us a little bit more of a national focus so that when we work with be it landowners, schools, community groups, they can see that they're contributing to a much bigger programme whilst also delivering good activity on the ground with all the local benefits that that will bring. Obviously, it's important that the trees themselves are located near these urban conurbations for all of the benefits that they provide. So whether that's slowing down flood water or, you know, absorbing carbon or pollution, etc. It's really important that the trees themselves are actually located near these areas so that they can provide the benefits that trees do provide to all the people that are around them. Rianne Fatanukan of Black Girls Hike welcomes the urban connections, but says that in itself is not enough. I'd like to see more um, local green spaces and well-maintained woodland that are close to urban areas because I feel like everybody should have that access. I'd also like to see like more things within the forest, you know, like educational things for children, um, things that will kind of like get people interested and keep them engaged. And by thinking about urban green spaces in innovative ways, there could be a variety of benefits. Some cities are also using green gardens as urban farms as well, using very high technologies such as hydroponics and aeroponics to provide food uh, for, the, for the citizens. And I think that they can become very useful for the city to enhance its identity. And in many cities have become a tourist uh, draw for people from around the world actually <laughs> to visit. And I think that... Uh, Human beings are very much drawn to nature. And for Maya Rose Craig, a radical remembering of the past should guide our future. I'm personally a big fan of rewilding. And I think one of the like most interesting things that they talk about is like the concept of generational memory. So basically everyone thinks that how things were when they were a child 
is the state that they should be trying to return things to when in reality every generation things are becoming increasingly degraded the biggest thing would be really challenging that generational memory and pushing back further to how things were really historically when nature was thriving in this country especially in places like the lake district that people think of as being so beautiful but there's just nothing there it's just hills and hills of grazed grass um but i think also like fraud of rewilding things like all the stuff going on with beavers at the moment where we're, we've reintroduced beavers to the uk and that's going to have such a strong impact on our woodlands on our issues with flooding and things like that and i think that's going to be really exciting and i think the thing that we're going to have to do increasingly is essentially prioritize our nature and over things like the economy because I hope that in 20 years time they'll look back on things like HS2 and be absolutely shocked and disgusted that we did things like that when we know so much about the impact that that has on the environment like I just hope that one day nature will take precedence basically. Beth Kelsall is hopeful that attitudes are already shifting. But I think trees are are becoming more prevalent on the agenda of like policymakers etc and that's really positive to see. People are becoming more conscious of the environment as a whole with climate emergencies being declared and the, the huge protests the year before last, etc. So hopefully with increased public awareness, especially because of the pandemic, people using these sites more, I think hopefully all of these things will feed together to help enable organisations like ourselves to do more work and have more of an impact. The Your Forest Project is supported by the Audio Content Fund. And you can upload your forest recording from your local wood, park or forest at wildrumpus.org.uk forward slash your forest or go to the World Rumpus homepage.